0: Brought to you the week of December 12, 2010, this is Podcast Starter Episode 8. (laughs) Hi, how you doing, folks? This is James Kennison, and you're listening to Podcast Starter, the show that helps you start, shape up, and share your own hobby podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to produce a great podcast promo. But first, I want to ask you, have you heard about NLCast? I mean, that, that's that's the network that this show is a part of. A um, lot of great shows. If you go to NLCast.com, you can see a list of every single one of them, past, future, and present. Broke ya. Chop. Uh, Explicit Answers, a great show with, uh, with my wife and I. Help, I'm a Children's Pastor. Podcast Kid, a show for kids. Too Much Information, show providing information for teen, or about teens for parents and youth workers. Wellness Break Radio, which is a great show for those that are into wellness and, and stuff like that. Of course, Podcast Starter, and uh, uh, what else? That's about it. <laughs> There's a couple of old shows, shows like Nobody's Listening, uh, Geek Loves Nerd, and my personal audio podcast called uh, Gospel of Kennison. It's like an audio journal. So I hope you go over to NLCast.com and check out all those great shows. And if you check out Wellness Break Radio or TMI, Too Much Information Podcast, tell them that uh, Podcast Starter sent you. That'd be awesome. Today's show is brought to you in part by DrawYouAPicture.com, my very own personal uh, website for producing uh, just about anything you need drawn, especially, though, featuring podcast art. I've told you how important podcast art is, and I do it pretty darn cheap. Why don't you check it out? Drawyouapicture.com, see what I've done for others, and see what I can do for you. Also brought to you by GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PodName121 to save money on your next domain name, com. If you use them, use this slash uh, Lipson. Lipson is a great media web uh, or a media hosting company, and for as little as $5 a month, you can host your podcast with them with no issues. No ads, no nothing. It's awesome. Hey, uh, in the way of news, before we get into our main topic, I want to remind you real quick that I'm offering podcast reviews by request right here on the show. Um, in addition to that, if you'd like me to simply, instead of just reviewing your audio broadcast, if you'd like me to review your website, um, your podcast, your site art, or or um, even your show art, or your promo only, I will do any of those. Like, say you're like, I don't want you to review my podcast, but I do want to find out if my website is really banging on all cylinders. Or maybe you're good with your website and all that, but you're saying, okay, how's my my show art? How is my promo? Um, you can request those. Now, I can't promise that I'll review everybody. We've already, I only did it for one week so far. Promoted this, and I got three requests. And considering I'm only going to probably do one a week. Um, I don't know that I'll get to everyone, but I'd love for you to try. And I would think reviewing something like a site art or a promo would be a lot faster. So maybe I could do um, two, you know, or three of those a show. So anyway, um, we're also I'd like to remind you about Bluehost.com. That's the website hosting company that I use. Moved over from GoDaddy a couple, three or four months ago. Absolutely love them. Podcaststarter.com slash Bluehost is the affiliate link. I'd love for you to sign up and check them out for as little as 82 bucks. I think they're running a deal right now. I saw it instead of $6 and something a month, it's $3 and something a month. Head over there and at least check it out and make sure you use my code uh, podcaststarter.com slash Bluehost. That would be a big help. Let's jump into our main topic, how to produce a great podcast promo first of all just in case I want to tell you what a promo is a promo is a piece of audio that you use as a commercial for your website now it's not a commercial I refer your podcast it's not a commercial it is a promo and we'll talk about the distinction between those later but it is a just a simple uh, 30 10 or 30 or 60 second clip that you use to for other folks to play on their shows that tell people about your podcast. All right. Uh, let me give you an example. This is a 30 second promo that I did while back and it's not perfect. Uh, I, I would do it different today, but this is from an old show. Matter of fact, I'm going to be using several of my own promos from back in the day to point out things that um, I used to do versus things I do now and things I would do differently. This is a 30 second promo for the show NL cast or uh, the, the uh, network's namesake. Nobody's listening podcast. Here we go. How you doing out there podcast people? This is James from nobody's listening. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell our funny life stories. We invite our guest hosts and other listeners to do the same. Every week we bring you crazy, silly, embarrassing, downright hilarious stories from everyday life. And we want to hear yours. Visit us at nlcast.com or look us up in iTunes or in the comedy section at wizard.tv. All right. So there it was. Um, To do it different, I would have added some music. Um, I would have had a better microphone. (laughs) Could you tell the difference? I could right away, actually. It's crazy. Um, but anyway, that is a promo in a nutshell, not a bad promo, not a great promo, but it's a promo all the same. So here's some things just randomly thrown out some thoughts I have every time I hear promos and I get sent a lot. Okay. Especially back when I was doing nobody's listening. Um, we were, we were really, uh, getting a lot of folks interested in podcasting through that show. And a lot of folks were sending us promos and we got a ton. Matter of fact, I kept every single one of them. And if I'd been able to get permission, I would have loved to have used them um, to review them, what to do, what not to do. But I based a lot of my theories and my thoughts of uh, what makes a great podcast promo based on those that I got. Okay, So I, <laughs> I learned what to do and what not to do. So here's this information. First of all, what needs to be in a promo? You need to make sure that you have the following information in your promo or it's not a promo. First of all, the podcast name. You need to make sure your name is clearly stated in the podcast. If I don't know what your show is called, I can't look it up in Google. I can't look it up in iTunes. All right. Secondly, name yourself, or if you have more than one person in the the promo, maybe it's you and your and your co-hosts. Make sure each of you name yourself. That's important, um, and do it quickly it's not an introduction. It's just a name to put with a voice. Each voice needs a name for me, the listener, to be able to understand who's talking to who and why I care about your show. It's an instant way to create connectivity and realness um, and make yourself a person rather than just an announcer, okay? Because announcers don't introduce themselves, do they? Hi, I'm Cliff and I'm talking about Tylenol. No, they don't. They're just like three out of four doctors use Tylenol to stifle their chest pains, you know, so there you go. Um, Make sure in your podcast, you mention what you talk about. OK, uh, a catchphrase is great. We had one for Nobody's Listening. Uh, you're listening to Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. And then I told them what we talked about. Every week we talk about hilarious, awesome, wonderful, downright great stories. And we invite our listeners to submit their own and we read them online, you know, on show. So I, I have my tagline, but I also go through and say it one more time. All right. In in speaking and even in in other uh cases they have a they have a, a saying it's tell them what you're about to tell them then tell them what you're going to tell them and then tell them what you told them so you warm them up you tell them and then you repeat it and I think that's important in a podcast promo as well you you mention your name more than once you mention your 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 deal at least once and then remind them what you already said. Um, That's why uh, at the end of commercials, you hear them say, give us a call 1-800-555-7555. Again, that's 1-800-755-5555. And that way you remember it because of repetition. Um, Make sure, okay, so the information in your podcast, podcast name, make sure you name each voice. Tell them what you're talking about, what your point is in your show. Make sure you mention your website URL, and you don't have to mention the www. By now, everybody knows about that. Just tell them, look us up online at nlcast.com, or look us up online at tmipodcast.com. Look us up online, or look us up in iTunes. If you're in iTunes, you owe it to yourself to simply mention, for the folks that use iTunes, all you have to do is type in my name in iTunes, okay? Especially if you have a long URL. I've got friends that talk about URLs. I agree with them. They say that uh matter of fact, Cliff Ravenscraft, who does a wonderful podcast at podcastanswerman.com, um, he tells you it doesn't matter how long your URL is because in many cases, sometimes the longer it is, the more memorable it is. And nobody really types in URLs anymore. They'll Google you. It's easier almost to type in a few keywords. And I agree with that. Matter of fact, a lot of newbies type in the entire URL into your Google their Google search engine and hit enter. I can't tell you how many people find my website by typing in nlcast.com or podcaststarter.com when they could just type it in the address bar. So I'm um, uh, make sure that your website and your domain name is listed in there. And it's gonna help if your if your website domain uh, corresponds to the title of your podcast, um, I would suggest you have a URL for your show. I, I think that kind of goes without saying. Uh, some of you say think you can't afford it, but I'm telling you, you go to GoDaddy and um, register a domain and use uh, my code, and you can get it for much cheaper. Um, matter of fact, GoDaddy has them cheaper than just about anybody else. But I, I prefer them for domain hosting because you can forward it to anything. So say you're using a free web service like Blog Blogger or um, uh, 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 Tumblr, and so your podcast name is something.tumblr.com or whatever, however they do that, uh, you, you you don't want to have to mention that in your promo. So go to GoDaddy, get an account, you know, sign in, buy a domain, whatever your podcast name is, .com, and then forward that joker. You can do that by going into settings, and you can forward it to any website at all and uh you can do that without their permission. A lot of these websites want to charge you for that and that's um that's not necessary. Um so it, you know, anyway, if you want more information on that, email me and I'll let you know, but it's pretty self-explanatory and I was hope I would hope people listening to the show would uh would know a little bit about domain management and things like that. If you don't, though, give me a ho- holler and I would be glad to help you out. Okay, so that information on that promo, your podcast name, your, the name of each person speaking, what you talk about, tagline, things like that, your website URL, uh, look us up in iTunes. Anything else is bonus and extra, okay? That's not all that should be in there. I'm just saying that is the bare bones minimum. Don't get so caught up in being funny or being informative that you forget to tell the people the basics. Remember, your audience is a person that's never heard your show before. We're very familiar with our show, and we might overlook these things if we're not careful. Here's just a little pet peeve of mine. Don't start your podcast promo with a question. People do it all the time. And the most common one is, do you like listening to fry cooks? You know, or whatever the question is. Do you like Legos? Do you know people that do? Well, you're going to love this podcast. Basically, when you start a show with a question... You are eliminating people automatically that are going to be interested in following through and going to your website. Because my default answer to all those questions is no. No, I don't like Barbies. I don't like Legos. Um, Do you like Netflix? No, I don't. I like the movies on Netflix, but I don't really, you know, it's a means to an end. Um, You don't need to ask a question. Just flatly state what you do and let your content Um, and it's like a poem. Let your content stand for itself. If a really good poem, when people read it, each person is going to get something a little different out of it. You know why? Because they're going to get what they needed out of that, that grouping of text. It's going to mean something different. It's going to speak to people in different ways because what they needed to pull from it. That's how you can tell really good scripture or, or really good poetry. And, um, so for your Your podcast promo, just state what you do, introduce who you are, make it an accurate representation of what your show is going to be in 30 or 60 seconds, and let the customer decide themselves. You know, that's it. Let them pull from it. They're going to make the decision if they want to listen to it or not based on that. But maybe you do a show about Barbies, and I wouldn't give a crap about it. But if I like you, And I think you're funny. Heck, I might go check it out. But if you start it with, hey, do you like Barbies? No, I hate Barbies. Well, come and listen to my show. No stinking way. I'm not listening to your dumb show. Your dumb show is about Barbies. But the difference being, uh, hey, uh, my name is uh, Stinky McGee. I do a show about Barbies. It's at Barbielover.com. And every week we talk about Barbies and pulling their heads off and jumping on them and all this kind of stuff. You need to check it out at Barbielover.com or look us up at iTunes. I might be like, dude, I used to pull Barbies off heads. I'm going to do that. And somebody else might be like, I hated it
1: when people pull Barbies off my baby's heads. I'm going to go check out that show and I'm going to hate on them.
0: You know, and at least you got listeners. You know, who cares if they hate you or not? All right, you get my point? Did I kick that dead horse too much? Good deal. Hey, be careful when you use music and sound effects in your promo, okay? A lot of times I get promos with very, very low volume on the voice, and then the music is very, very loud, and it's really, really hard to hear the speaker over the music. Now, that happens because people are using low-quality microphones. They're recording with their desktop uh, you know, uh, microphones and things like that, and that pulls in a very, very low waveform. Do me a favor. Even if you have a very low-quality waveform for your, for your audio, pull it up in, in um, Audacity and, and pump the volume up on that, and then mix in your music. And make sure to pull the volume down on your music a little bit or your sound effects. Man, I had a, I had one promo that I got sent, and they had this long, drawn-out acting thing. And it wasn't bad. It was just really quiet. And then all of a sudden, a bomb drops as part of the skit. And it, boom, it was peaking and clipping all over the place. And clipping is, you've heard it, when uh, when the the audio in in your ears or in your stereo get distorted because it's so loud, the speakers can't handle it. Um you don't you don't want to do that. So make sure you watch your volumes. Keep that music underneath. And here's another pet peeve of mine. People that use music that contain lyrics and then they're trying to talk over it. I don't know if everybody's like this, but I can't differentiate. I can't separate out music that's being spoken. I'm a church guy, for instance. And when I go to church and pray, one of my pet peeves is songs that have music with speaking or, or music in it because I'm sitting there trying to pray and I can't, I want to sing the song. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm the same way when I studied back in the day, uh, even as a teenager um, or working on website stuff, even as an adult. I love listening to music while I'm working, but I will go and get the karaoke versions of all my favorite songs so that I can hear the music without having to have the, the, the lyrics distract me from my thinking. So um, do me a favor when you do a promo, um, get the music. Get some music. There's plenty of websites out there with music that you can use. Uh, the keyword you're going to look for is pod safe. Okay. Pod safe music. Okay. Um, keep it under 30 seconds. Um, every now and then you can get away with a 60 second promo if it's good, but even with your 60 second promo, um, clip it down until it's 30 seconds. And then I would even suggest doing a 10 second spot that way. Uh, people that cause, cause here's the deal. Um, People will play your promo, and they'll play the one that they want to play. If they like you, they'll play the 60-second. If they're just doing you a favor, they'll play the 30-second. Um, but isn't it great to have options? Wouldn't you hate it for the guy that only wanted to play the 30-second not to play your promo at all because he he didn't have he didn't want to take 60 seconds of his show up? Let me give you an example. Here is a uh, – well, I already played the 30-second promo at the top. Here is a 10-second version of the same spoken word promo. No music. No nothing. It's just me in 10 seconds. Here we go. Hey, what's up, podcast people? This is James from Nobody's Listening Podcast. We're telling funny, true life stories every week and inviting you to do the same. Don't you have a funny story you'd like to share? Visit us at nlcast.com or look us up in iTunes. There it is. It had all the stuff in it. And it even had a little bit of uh, personality in there. Don't you have a funny life story? Sure, we all do. You know, that kind of thing. Um, You want to make sure that you have a 30-second and a 60-second version. At least I would. Um, But you don't want to go over uh, 30 seconds. Here's an example of a commercial that – actually, a commercial, a promo that my brother and I did early on for Nobody's Listening, and it's a minute and a half long. It's funny. It's just really, really long, and I wouldn't do it this way again, but check it out. Hi, I'm James from Nobody's Listening, from NLcast.com, and my brother's here. And I'm David. And we do a little podcast. It's nothing big. We just tell stories. We tell a story about a go-kart ride that felt like a roller coaster. We did one about a base ghost man that scared the crap out of some kids. Yes, and we did another one about hating my sister for life. We're welcoming you to come and enjoy our stories, but we also want to give you a chance to tell your own. Yeah. We're not the only ones with funny stories. No, there are tons of people in the world. There's a couple hundred thousand, I them. So we want you to share your stories as well. Uh-huh. But you can only do that if you check us out yep. at NLcast.com. Or look us up in iTunes Yeah, You will enjoy Mm -hmm. stories Weekly updates, news and email And we also do something called Recap Song Recap Song Recap Song
1: It's way too long It's a song about the things that we talked about In the show With my bro It's the way it is It seems to be the favorite part Favorite part Seems to be the fair part for everyone. Everyone sins in. It's the way we do it. The way we do it. Keep it real. Keep it real. Doing what we feel. Uh
0: oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah. NLcast.com, baby. Check it out. Check it. Book Book you. Okay, tons of personality, you know, uh, just a minute and a half long. Let me check something real quick. Hi, I'm James from Nobody's Listening from NLCast.com, and my brother's here. And I'm David. And we do a little podcast. Okay, I did – I was about to say I didn't mention the dang uh, name and and the problem is I did it right at the beginning and I didn't repeat it again at the end. I pushed the website a lot. Um, and I did get the iTunes thing in there and we basically with that, it was one of our first, actually, I think it was our first promo of all. And you can tell that, uh, uh, uh MP3 encoding, it was, it's gotten better since then. And also, um, I probably over compressed it. It was very distorted. But uh, we tried to fit as much of the personality of the show in there as possible, and it was very effective. It was just too long. And I think, uh, listening back to it now, there's a lot of stuff that I was in love with, uh, little clips and little jokes that probably meant a lot to me and not a lot to the listener. So it could have been clipped out and shortened quite a bit. So, um, you know, the, the entire recap song was fun, but did it need to be in there? No, we could have just mentioned it and uh, and finished it out. And it would have been half as long. Matter of fact, three quarters of that promo was that recap song uh, illustration. So anyway, keep it under 60, uh, uh, 30 seconds, do a 60 second version. That way people can play it if they want to. Um, earlier, I mentioned that it's not a commercial and that's an example. My podcast promo that I just played, I even named it generalcommercial.mp3 back in the day. And that was a commercial. Okay, a commercial is when I'm trying to do a skit or I'm trying to get people interested in i don't know a commercial is when you almost talk about everything but the product. A promo in my opinion is when is literally that you promoting what you do on your show, promoting your u r l promoting your name, promoting yourself, promoting your show um, I've had people send me commercials where they reenact a part from a game or they do this big drawn out movie trailer style thing in a world where podcasting is a second thing in your life, you know, or, or if, if they're doing one about a certain TV series, they'll try to do a parody of it. That's a commercial. I don't like playing commercials on my show. I don't want things that's more entertaining or coming off as not as funny as what I'm doing on my show. I don't want something competing with my show. I want something that I'm sharing my audience with you, and it's just down-to-earth, bare guts. Maybe your theme song's playing in the background. Uh, Maybe you're being funny while you're recording the promo. That's fine, but I don't want to spend a minute and a half playing a recap song, like on my own commercial over there. I didn't like that now. I thought it was cute at the time. It's still okay. Would I use it? Would I play it if somebody sent it to me? Maybe. But would I do it begrudgingly? Probably. Okay? So it's not a commercial. It is a promotion. Promote what you do on your show. Feel free to include clips. People do this. They include clips from their podcast. The only problem I have with it is a lot of times they're out of context. I've done one. I wish I could find the one that I did. Uh, I had a, a Nobody's Listening one that had clips from the show th- stuck in it. And it was fine. The only problem is those clips mean something to you. But out without context, they mean nothing to your listener. And if anything, you run a risk of making them feel like an outsider. Like there's this whole community, this whole series of podcasts That they've missed out on. And that may be attractive to some people. It's not attractive to me. I want to feel like when I start listening to your show, I'm as in the in crowd as anybody else. There's nobody more important than me. There's nobody less important to me. I've come to your show at neutral ground. I can start anywhere. And if I want to go back and listen to all, all the old shows, I can. But I could start listening today and I'm going to feel like anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So including clips is fine. Just make sure they make sense outside of, you know, like they can stand alone. I I Just keep in mind while you're using them that somebody's hearing this for the first time and they don't know anything about you. What I prefer to including clips is ad-libbing during the promo. If you're a funny show, be funny and ad-lib while you're recording the show or the promo and then edit that junk down. That's what my brother and I did for uh the general commercial at the very beginning, we're cracking jokes back and forth, you get an idea of what we do during the show without me having to use clips, and you're in on it because it's the first time anybody's heard the promo. you know what I'm saying It was made for you the first time listener so um and when you're when you do that, it helps keep everyone if you're recording and being funny specifically for the promo, it helps keep everyone targeting a new person. And they don't reference inside jokes. They don't reference stuff that uh, new listeners wouldn't understand. So I don't know. That's what I prefer. Um, Edit the crap out of your promo. There shouldn't be any ums. There shouldn't be any dead space that's not on purpose. Uh, cram as much info as you can as possible in that thing. Keep talking. Don't Don't wait for a swell of music. I'm not listening to your promo so I can hear somebody else's music, some John Williams rip-off music in the background. Keep talking. Get your information out and let me go so I can go to check out your show. I don't see a commercial. I guess that's the other difference. A commercial anymore, when you listen to them on television and stuff, how many commercials can you remember and then they ask you, well, what are they promoting? Uh, I don't know, but it was really funny. Uh, see, that's a commercial. A commercial is entertaining in and of itself. A promo gives you a tease and makes you want to go do something else. So don't make your promo 500 minutes long. Get that thing out. Give them a taste of what they can get. And then send them somewhere else. And tell them, look me up in iTunes. Check me out at w- you know, whatever.com. And uh, and edit that thing down till it's lean and mean and does exactly what you want it to do. Uh, make your promo available on your website. Make sure it's prominent. Um, I you know at least if it's not going to be a main menu item, at least put it in your about page or as a sub link on about. So when people mouse over about, they can see that you have a promo. Email it to your friends and uh, all your podcast buddies uh, with a request to play theirs, okay? Go ahead and do the work of downloading all their their uh, promos and send yours to them and request it. And uh, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead, while you're recording your promo, sit down and record some show openers for as many shows as you can think of. You know, hi, this is James Kennison from Podcast Starter, and you're listening to blah, 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 blah. See, you put in the title and do that over and over and over. Edit those things up and send them out and get yourself promoted uh, just by default. I actually need to do some of those. That would be a great idea. Here's an example of a great promo that I would only make a small change to. It's one many years later that I did with my wife, Geek Loves Nerd, a show we used to do together that is now called ExplicitAnswers.com. The only change I would really make to it is I would have started the music right at the beginning um, but anyway, I was trying to be artsy-fartsy. Here it goes.
1: Hi, this is James. And this is Jen. I'm the geek. And I'm the nerd. And we do a little podcast called? Geek Loves Nerd.
0: At geeklovesnerd.com.
1: It's about our life and our kids and our
0: marriage. And the end of it. Is that coming soon? Um, you probably hope so. But I I really would like to stay if you'd let me anyway if you like hearing other people's business without actually having to know them then you can listen to us every week at geeklovesnerd.com or look us up in iTunes I think iTunes is
1: week.
0: okay and I believe let me let me do this again. hi this is it that that weighs in it right at 40 seconds and it probably the music could have uh dimmed out a lot sooner and got it right at 30 seconds. But there it was. Um, Again, I would have put some sort of bed music underneath the opening part of it. But we introduced ourselves. We introduced the show. And we did it in that order because the show was really about us. It was a couple's cast. The rules are a little different based on what your show is. Um, But I thought that was pretty clear, pretty basic. I was a little in love with my own theme song, so I played it a little bit longer at the end than I would have. Um, it did have lyrics in it, but if you noticed, I didn't play. It didn't start till after we were done talking. Um, this is a promo. I'm going to play one more, and then we're going to do a podcast review. Uh, this is a song that I wrote for nobody's listening, and I'm only including it just because it's stupid. Um, here it goes. People actually, people actually played this on their shows. and a half long so not well, too bad. Well real
1: life stories everybody's got one you know that's why we started this in cast show to give everyone a go at trying to tell their very own and that's why we do this thing every first of the week on a Monday evening so if you like this song you can have more because every show we sing but you'll never know how great this can be if you never download this thing on your iPod. And share us with your whole family Cause we're clean And there's not many of these things out there. So if you like to laugh with your headphones in while people are looking at you crazy but you don't care, then you'll do fine. You'll fit right in. You're the kind of listener where nobody's listening. We're the kind of show you can share with your mom. On second thought, don't cause she might call. Tell us all how you suck your thumb. Just go to InNowCast.com. In the L cast Do not tell your mom in O cast You can tell your mom while
0: you Alright so Oh, gosh, it's almost embarrassing. All right, so there you go. People actually played that thing. Can you believe it? I I believe it got played on Extra Life Radio by Scott Johnson in its entirety. So I don't know. If you're going to be over a minute, it better be good. It better be fun. It better be entertaining. And um, that one was probably mostly written for uh, existing listeners, not not new listeners. But uh, anyway, learn from my mistakes, okay? and and maybe it wasn't a mistake. Maybe everything I'm thinking is wrong. Maybe breaking the rules is the right way because I pull in a lot of listeners doing stupid stuff. So take it and use it and uh it's like a it's like a salad bar. Take uh take the stuff that's good, leave the stuff that's bad and take a few things that are you don't like but you know you need. There you go. All right, podcast review time. Today we're going to be reviewing the show The Pixar Podcast at thepixarpodcast.com. And I've got to say right off the bat, this is an excellent show. Okay. Um, He's got great vocals. It is absolutely jam packed with news and information relative to the topic. It is a show about Pixar. Basically every movie that's coming up, the guy interviews uh, Pixar people. He, uh, he, he has links and information about, uh, about, uh, you know, just stuff inside information and, and, here here's where I'm at. This is not a show that I personally would have pulled out off of iTunes because I like Pixar, I'm not, you know, like that's not my thing. But while I was listening to it, it was definitely a show that I found entertaining because I love Genius. Okay, I just do. I love when people are really, really knowledgeable about their topic. That's one of the reasons why I love The Retroist. It's a great show. Um, The guy's voice is a little humdrum to me, but I get over that because he is absolutely jam-packed with information about stuff I care about. And I just love hearing the guy talk. Even though he's reading off names of people that I don't even know that have been in these movies, I don't know. I just like that he knows that. And that's the way I felt when I was listening to this show. Um, Now it's going to be hard for me to pick on anything because the guy's show is good. It's a good show, but here are some things since he wanted a review, I can't just be praising him and glorifying him. Um, I will say that the one I listened to, I only listened to one show. You requested me listen to one of your news episodes as, uh, as opposed to your interview shows. So I listened to number 17, I believe. And this is the one where you talked about cars. Um, two, and you reviewed that and talked about uh, a guy that, uh, uh, let's say, he, he, he proposed to his wife by getting a, um, a, a Toy Story 3 box toy box made and all this kind of stuff. It was really good, really entertaining. I love the mix of society-type stuff mixed with hardcore information. It was really, really good. I will say that your voice, that you sounded very unsure of yourself near the beginning of the show. But as you got rolling, your cadence... Your timing, your voice all got a lot more relaxed. And I got to say I like to show lo- the more I like to show more after you got relaxed than I did when you seemed a little uptight. It seems to me that you're viewing your audience as someone who is going to be as nitpicky about your show as you are. And so let me, let me give you an example of how to not worry about that. I actually heard a pretty good stand-up comedian the other day talking about this about how moms freak out when companies coming over and how they'll have you clean things that the neighbors, I mean the the visitors would never even see. And then he says, w- "What kind of what kind of uh would you really want visitors that would be that nitpicky anyway? Um excuse me, we looked inside your vacuum cleaner bag. There was dirt in there. You're disgusting." Okay? Visitors never go up in the attic and check. They never check to see if your beds are made. They don't look under your toilet seat. And if they do, they're not worth kissing the rear of anyway. So chill. The people that love your show are going to love your show. The people that hate your show are going to hate your show. You're not going to convert anybody. You're not. They're going to make a decision based on who you are and what you do. And if you're nervous about them, it's going to show. And you run more of a risk of turning off people that are going to like you. Because you can convert them to not like you. You're just probably not going to do it the other way around. So chill. Enjoy yourself. Be yourself. And, man just be comfortable from, from the beginning. My wife sometimes needs a warm up time before we record because she kind of sound the same way. So I don't know, get on the phone and talk to somebody, pull your spouse in or somebody else and chat and talk about what you're going to talk about. Sit there and tell them what you're going to say. And then when you hit record, it's not the first time you've said it and you don't stumble over your words. You sound a lot more sure of yourself. Just a suggestion. Watch your plosives plosives are P's that are popped into the microphone. They're not fun. And you can fix them by talking just a little bit to the left. So now when I'm popping, you don't hear that sound like you do when I do it right into the microphone. So that was the other thing. And I'm having to be really nitpicky to find anything wrong. I would also suggest you adding little bits of music or sound effects to break up the show a little bit. When you go from segment to segment, uh, just a little stinger, a sound effect, just any little thing you can pop to make that show transform uh, to transition into another segment. I probably need to do the same thing now that I've added podcast reviews to my show. I kind of cheated, though, by playing that song. Okay, Um, the only other thing I would say is end your show strong. Now, granted, I only listened to one show, but your ending, it started off strong, and then it kind of faded away. And what I mean by that is end your show, uh, make it very obvious that your show is ending, and I would say something like this. Maybe you use a slogan or a, a, a pat phrase. Maybe you write it down. See you back next week with the latest Pixar news and interviews. Goodbye. Don't apologize for anything, and don't let somebody else end your show. You end it. Welcome them back for next time. Maybe even give them a preview of what you're going to be talking about. That's what I've decided to do with Podcast Starter, is every week at the very end I tell you a little bit about what you're going to hear next week. And I invite them to listen. It just builds a little interest. Now, you did great with Twitter and, and uh, you know, telling them about your website and reminding them to, to email you and contact you. Uh, but make sure you end strong. Okay, And there was a lot of apologizing there near the end, and you don't need to apologize for anything. The only people you need to apologize to are the people that actually listen to your show in real time. But they don't mind. If your show was a day late, don't apologize for it. Just say what you need to say and get the show over with because you know what? the Most of your downloads are probably going to come the day or two afterwards anyway, so they weren't sitting there waiting for the thing to hit the feed. So your apology was wasted. All right, let's talk a little bit about your show art. Um, it's, it's, it's good. You know, it's better than most. I would say that it's a little hard to read at smaller sizes when I pulled it up in iTunes. And that's only because the text is being outlined inside the font. So you might want to redo it and just set the outline to be outside of the font. That means the blue part would be bigger and it wouldn't crop into the yellow. Um, I think it would be very easy to see. Um, I would think, and I had this problem with the background on your website too, it's a little busy with all the screenshots, I understand what you're trying to do, but maybe pull, I, I don't even know, maybe lighten it, maybe simplify it, maybe switch to something completely different, but I think that that imagery busied up your show art something fierce. So if you wanted to half tone it, you know, put a little 50% white on top of it or darken it a little bit. I don't even know, but it was very, very impossible to see it any size that I could see it in iTunes. Okay. And that's where your show art's coming up the most anyway. And so I don't know, I would probably try something different. I found that on your website, that background, Combined with the 50% uh, see-through on your side toolbar made it hard for you, me to, to read your links and see the uh, little bit of an about uh, that you had in the sidebar. So you might want to you know, think about that. Either make your sidebar solid or remove the background uh, and, and switch it out for something simpler. I noticed on your website you had no subscribe button. Okay, they were down there in text form, but I wanted to see a button. I want to see an iTunes button. I want to see something that says "Subscribe," "Click Here," something like that. Okay, uh, on your on your top menu bar, your first menu item after Home is a link page. So, what you're, for people that go from left to right, the first thing you're offering me is a way off your website. I wouldn't do that. Matter of fact, I would include links down in the sidebar at the very bottom. People expect that anyway. Um, your special features and reviews tabs are right at the top there. I believe those are sidebar items as well. Put them in there and feature them, but make people scroll down to get them. Your top menu should be for main segments because, for instance, you don't have an about page. You don't have a subscribe page. And those are two of the most busiest site or pages on my website right at the very top. You want people to find out about you, and you want people to be able to subscribe to your show. So I would suggest you add those to the top. Again, the sidebar transparency makes it hard to read with the busy background. I don't see any way at all to play any episodes on your website. There's no play button. There's no uh, live streaming. Um, There is a small link in each of the show notes to your show, but it just says play the latest episode here. And then the word here would be highlighted. And your show notes are so extensive and so huge, which is mandatory of a site like yours. I'm not dogging it out. Um, I think it's awesome, but it's being overwhelmed and it's going to be lost. If I was a first-time visitor to your show, it's very obvious it's a podcast, but it's not obvious how to get your podcast. I don't have any way to subscribe, I don't have any way to play, or any obvious way to download your show. So if you can't embed a player in Blogger, which is the service you apparently use, um, at least go, go and do a screen capture of a player and then crop that joker down and include it as an image and then link it to the MP3. That way, at least you trick people into clicking on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's a little sounds a little sneaky, but I think it's a great way to fake an embedded image. And then underneath it, put um, download this episode and then a colon and then repeat the title of your show. Episode 30, interview with Max Headroom and make that the link that way and bold it. Make it something that is very obvious with the image um, of, of, you know, or e- even if you don't do the image, the sneaky image that I was talking about, put something that says latest episode as an image and then underneath it, the title of your show that is linkable, okay? So re- whatever you have as your main heading, episode 30, interview with Max Hedger, repeat that at the bottom and link it, and bold it. That way I'm scrolling down. I've kind of skipped some of your stuff. I'm scanning and I see, ah, oh, that's where I play his episode, okay? So there you go. Next week, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be talking about how to make people turn off your podcast. And we're gonna be reviewing some of the most annoying things that you can do that you may be doing that are making people turn off your show. So make sure that you listen. And if you have any input on that, you can send it to podcaststarter at nlcast.com or call it in 2095 nlcast. We'd love to hear what makes you turn off a podcast. You can also Twitter me, twitter.com slash nlcast, or follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash nlcast. And we'll see you guys next week right here, Podcast Starter.